Welcome to The Mama Load. I'm Kiki and I'm a mama of four beautiful babies who keep me on my toes and have taught me more than I could ever have imagined on my own. And I'm here to unpack all of the motherhood things. We're going to just like find a way to let it be easy, let it flow and take it slow. Nothing needs to be changed right now and you can fix things just however you want to fix things. I share my ideas and the things I've learned, but I know that the answers are already there inside of you. I love you and I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hello, my happy, lovely mamas. I am going to chat to you about food. Actually, it's probably more about mealtimes than it is about food. Is it? I don't know. But I think the reality that we need to face right now is that any food shit we've got going down in our house is deeply linked to ourself and not as much about our kids as we think it is. I think that we get trapped in this cycle of trying to, let's say, solve like specific food things, especially when our kids are younger, when really it's just a season. If you've ever worked with me in like a coaching capacity, I am all about the seasons of life. So knowing that this is the season of this, And knowing that that's all it is and that eventually it will just shift and change as I shift and change, then that is the easiest vibe to hold on to. So there has been times and I've been discussing food on my Instagram stories for a few days and it seems to be stirring up a lot for people Um, and people saying that they have kids who are fussy or other, you know, work commitments or other family members who make it tough. And I really want you at this point that if you're struggling with mealtimes or you're struggling with like feeding your family in general, we're going to work on shifting the internal dialogue so that the actions you take are different right? Because when you have different thoughts, that creates different action and we get a whole different vibe. So if you're blessed to have like a holiday time right now, which some of us do and some of us don't, uh, depending on where you live in the world and things like that. So it is the holiday season coming up to Christmas and things like that. But like, even if you're not of that celebration, time and you're wanting to shift things I want you to look at like maybe my family needs a bigger breakfast maybe they're not desiring this cooked dinner and it's not like I'm not desiring it either you know how can you shift what you're looking at into something different and also remember as well like Did you enjoy it when you were like forced to sit at the table for your meals as a kid? Do you think it gave you like a healthy relationship with food? Because I talked to a lot of people about how uncomfortable they were with the food things when they were a kid and they think they're doing it differently, 
because maybe they eat different types of food or they think they're more knowing about food than their parents were. And honestly, I think there's no difference. I think that you can be healthy and drink Coke every day. Um, I think that you can be healthy and be a vegan or be a carnivore. Like whatever you decide inside is your version of health, your body will adapt to whatever your mind has decided is healthy. So if your mind thinks that what you do is unhealthy, then all of the cells in your body are like rearranging themselves to make sure you are unhealthy because you believe you are, right? And it's the same as what we're projecting onto our kids, our partners, everywhere we go. Um, if you hang out with women or even if you can see it in yourself who are super controlling of food, and, you know, I've been there. Like, I've done that. I did it for years. Like, I had the organic phase. I've had the, like, just meat and veggie phase. I've had the, like, super healthy low-cal phase. I've had them all, man. All of the phases. And I'll tell you, nothing is more liberating or freeing. Like, if you listen to my last podcast, you'll know that, like, I actually prefer to eat a ketogenic diet for myself but I do not believe that my thriving, healthy children who haven't experienced the same lifetime as me need to eat that in any way. Do we sometimes as a family lend that way? Of course we do. Not all the time. And my kids would burn off like a piece of chocolate in like 30 seconds in comparison to me where it might take three or four hours. <laughs> you know, like... It, <sighs> My point is what you think is what matters the most and what you think is what's like infiltrating into every part of this. And, you know, if it's making you sad or mad, then it needs to shift and change and you need to rearrange that in your mind and then allow that to be in your life. It is 100% fine to serve your kids veggie sticks, pieces of fruit, crackers and cheese for dinner. Like that is, that's perfect. Like you don't have to have organic bone broth in your stew for it to be healthier. But if you believe that that's what's going to make it healthier, then your belief system is impacting how your body metabolizes and uses that, right? And that's infiltrating into our kids and, you know, do your kids need your food problems? <laughs> Probably not. Ideally not. We don't really want that, do we? Like that's just not the best way to move forward. And so get all I'm trying to encourage of you, all I'm trying, you know, if you've heard my stories before, you will know that when my eldest boy was nine months old, my mum gave him ham and I didn't talk to her for two months. I had a way I was feeding him and she messed with that vibe and I got super mad. And that's fine. <laughs> like, it's not an ongoing problem. That was the season I was in. And I was, you know, probably for the first five years of my two older kids' lives, crazy controlling. You know, even up until like a year or two ago, I baked all of our bread. If we had bread, it was baked by me. So, you know, I know what it's like. I've been there, 
but it's really stressful and it's not very fun. What if you just let it go? Your kids don't even need three meals a day. To be honest, if your kids are at school, I think most kids could do with a full meal as soon as they get home from school and a snack before bed. Or if they're in childcare, I think they need dinner like as soon as they walk in the door pretty much, you know, like give or take time of prep and all that kind of stuff. But like, it doesn't require as much effort as you think it does. You've just turned it into that. And part of that is it's like become your identity as a mother, as you're like this person who provides that food because you're unsure of how to bring in any other identities or beliefs. Like you could bring in other things to fill the gap. Like you could be the mum who plays, like I love playing Uno with my kids. (laughs) We'll often do it in the evenings, just sitting on the floor and playing Uno and eating like crackers and cheese and stuff. And you could be the mum who has fun because she has more time to have fun because she's got more space to have fun, because mealtimes are not consuming her life. Like if you are spending more than an hour or two a day cooking food, like that's your life and that is your identity. If you're a super foodie, this probably isn't the right podcast for you because, you know, you want to spend your time making food and that is like wonderful and marvelous for you And I've been there. So I really identified with that for ages. And I was standing in my house this afternoon going like, I'm not wanting to cook anymore. Like I just don't, I've cooked for a good decade. I feel like I've done my bit and I'm ready to release it into the wind. Will my kids always be fed? Of course they will. There's an abundance of food always in our pantry. There is so much available to us all the time. It's so accessible, which is wonderful, but that's it. Do I still cook fancy meals? Of course I do sometimes, when it feels great. The other day I cooked a Christmas ham. (laughs) My family likes to eat Christmas ham. I don't actually like it that much. Cooked the Christmas ham, it takes like so little effort. It takes like an hour and a half or something, like basting it every 20 minutes. That's it. Like it's, I don't even really look at it. And then my family eats it for like a few days or a week or whatever. Yeah, cool. No big deal. So lower the expectations and shift like where you want to do the bigness. Like maybe a bigger lunch is the vibe or maybe a bigger breakfast is the vibe. If that's what you desire or just feed them Cocoa Pops every day. Like it really doesn't matter. I promise you it matters way less than you think it does. And your kids aren't going to remember you by the food you cooked for them. Like, yeah, there'll be things that they will remember with food. But my point is, like, they'll remember that time you danced your heart out in the kitchen with a wooden spoon to a really embarrassing song. And they'll remember when you rolled on the floor in laughter at someone's booger hanging out of their nose. They'll also remember the times that you shouted at them because you were stressed because you overcommitted yourself, sometimes even just for food and housework. So let's lower the commitments right down. Keep it simple. Keep it easy. Let's go.